when hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 195 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom here with Trevor. No Damon still. Uh, Damon is expecting to be back uh, in a few weeks here when the soccer season is over. So yeah, we're we're trading out him. Him and I are, are um, we're we're doing a tag team thing, I guess. Where yeah, you know, he, <laughs> I'll be leave. here and then and then I leave and then he comes in and yeah. So pretty it's much a whole yeah. thing pretty much what's going to happen i might do the podcast with my wife i i think that might happen mm-hmm. so that should be fun she actually is really excited to do it she wants to wants to join so uh yeah. probably just to make fun of me the whole time so that's probably what's going to happen <laughs> so that'll be yeah, that'll well, be exciting <laughs> you, you'll have two weeks for that opportunity because yeah, yeah. so i'll i'll be gone as of the uh or i leave the fifth so yeah, yeah i'll be gone that week for or i guess the eighth would be no, the seventh would be the the day we would release that yeah. week, and then and then the following week I don't get back until late, so I I don't want to commit to being available for the following week either. So yeah, so um, so yeah. probably expect your trip report uh, like sometime in mid November, <laughs> right before yeah, Thanksgiving. So, well, so American well, yeah, Thanksgiving, it, not Canadian. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it'll probably be yeah the the twenty first is when you guys will hear me after the trip. Okay. For for anyone wondering. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Okay. Well, speaking of your trip, uh, we had planned for this episode for you to kind of give a preview of your trip and talk about what you're going to do. So, yeah. So, um, okay. So I guess uh, we never really talked about this. So I'm going to start with, um, dining reservations, I think, um, because we, we, we had talked about it like a while ago and I remember you telling me that, um, you, you know, be prepared that it may be hard to find dining reservations. And at the time I was like, oh yeah, you know, you know, you know, your, your trip seemed like it was longer and, you know, some of the things were, were a bit harder to plan. And sure. it turns out I'm having, or I had the same issues. So, um, I did get a space 220, um, reservation, but it's like the last day I'm there at like four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> well you so, got it though that's what matters. yes yeah but but it's 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 like that if i miss that then i'm like there's no chance for me to rebook after that because we're we're gone the next day so i will say i had a fair amount of luck getting mm-hmm. last minute reservations so like yeah we we modified a couple of reservations at different times and we got a last minute reservation or two so like you know you might you might get some luck if you want to like look for specific ones right to, to right. reschedule yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, we, we may try to reschedule that, but having it on the last day is not the worst thing. Like, like when I, when I thought about it, it was like, Hey, you know, this, this might be a good, you know, after everything else that we do, you know, kind of taking it easy on the last day, we, we'll just end up getting on the monorail, pop over to Epcot, 
go do that and then, you know, figure out if we want to hang around there or go back to the hotel. So, um, so I'm okay with it. It's just, I, I was surprised when I went into book and it was like right off the bat, it was like, this is the only day available. And, and so I grabbed the first one that was like at a reasonable time because it was either that, or it was like a two o'clock in the afternoon or eight o'clock at night kind of were my windows. So I was like, eh, you know, I'll, t- I'll take like, you know, closer to dinner time if I can. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to Space 220. The other two that I booked are um, Garden Grill because, you know, we like Garden Grill and uh, Primetime uh, 50s Diner. Oh, yeah. um, that was actually the easiest one to book that like I, I went in, found the day that I want, found the time that I wanted. No issues. Garden Grill. Um, this one actually threw me for a loop because... Um, you know, you know, I think we, we've talked about it enough times that, you know, it's obvious, it's a favorite for us. And I didn't feel it was that busy of a restaurant, but when I, when I went to book it, I tried to book it on the Monday cause we were planning to be an Epcot on, on, uh, the Monday for our trip. And again, there was nothing available for it. And the next, or the only reservation I could find was on the Thursday, um, for, for a lunchtime reservation. So, wow. Yeah. So, it was like, busy when I was there, man. I mean, it was a very busy restaurant. There were a lot of people waiting. Right. Which, yeah, I guess, yeah, I find that weird because it seemed like before the pandemic, it wasn't that busy. But maybe maybe this is a, a result of, you know, just how things opened back up. And I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but but either way, you know, we, we did get what we wanted. And, you know, I, I kept it just to the three because, you know, you know, three sit downs for for a week long trip is definitely enough. I feel like, I mean, honestly, if I didn't get any of them, I would have been fine just doing quick service the whole week. Um, but so, so what do you do? What are you going to do for dinner on those other nights then? Like, or, or lunch? I mean, I'm assuming you're doing quick service. Like what do you gonna oh. do for dinners? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Dinner, dinners will be quick service again. And, and, and okay. so, so yeah. for, and actually the thing about doing the garden grill on the Thursday is it, it kind of worked out. Or like when I when I really thought about because the um the Thursday uh, we are going to Mickey's very merry Christmas party on oh, um, sure. on the Thursday so it works out good that we go to that for lunch and then the evening is going to be the Christmas party so you know it'll be again one of those we go do that and then you know come back to Magic Kingdom in the afternoon and or we'll we'll actually have some time like like that's going to be uh, a day of downtime for us um. So, you know, we'll have a break in the day and then we go back in the evening. So, um, so I like that. And then for the Monday at Epcot, because we don't have anything booked, um, this opens up the window for more, uh, food and wine stuff. Food and wine. Yeah. Cause I was yeah. going to say, I was actually thinking about this today. It's funny. Cause like Epcot is a problem when it comes to dining reservations because there are so many good places to eat there. And then you have on top of that food and wine. Right. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do? <laughs> you know, like, because yeah. it's, yeah, I was thinking about that today because it's like Magic Kingdom needs more places to eat. And I feel like Epcot needs less. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, and you're right. Because so, um, yeah, I, I guess to, to kind of backtrack. So, you know, that I was ta- start off talking about dining reservations to kind of start from how we're planning our trip is, you know, we get there on the Saturday. Um, Sunday, we're, we're planning to just have, um, you know, it'll be a day in magic kingdom. It'll, it'll be new 
or it'll be new ish for us because we haven't been back there in so long. Like we're just going to kind of, you know, spend the day getting used to how Disney is again. <laughs> um, cause yeah, it's getting it's back just, in the swing of things. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a yeah, lot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so we're going to spend the, the, the Sunday in magic kingdom and then, yeah, Monday is going to be Epcot, which, um, yeah, like you said, the, the, the big challenge is, you know, thinking about food and everything like, like Epcot is, is definitely, um, I, I could spend a lot of time there eating food like days, actually, if you think about it Oh yeah, and still not experience everything, which is kind of a problem. It is. <laughs> it's um, like when you said you have two Epcot reservations, I'm like, oh man, when are you going to do food and wine yeah. stuff? You know, like, yeah. So, so especially since it's almost over, like right when you're there, it's like the last like two weeks of it, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like I said, the Monday will be um, what, what I agreed on with, um, with my wife is that we both, uh, we both ins- installed the food and wine app and, We've gone through and wishlisted a bunch of, bunch of stuff. I still have to sit down with my son, and we're and he's going to wishlist stuff as well, um, because um, I I put it to both of them that you know we you know we're there for food and wine. These booths are really good. Like when you and I were there back in May, you know we we ate a lot of good food. And we ate I, a lot of good food. Yeah. yeah. So so I said you know hey we're not going to do like any like real sit downs like even quick service. I I said you know we're really going to avoid that because. You're going to find that, you know, just throughout the day, trying the different booths and everything, it's, you know, it's going to be enough food. And, and the funny thing was, is my wife at one point, when I said we didn't get uh, garden grill on the, on the Monday, she's like, oh, we can just go to sunshine seasons. And I'm like, no. And, and she was like, what do you mean? No. And I'm like, well, <laughs> no, like I, I don't want it. Like we shouldn't go there because, you know, sunshine seasons is good, but we're missing out on all the other stuff at Epcot if we do that. So you have a million options out there. I mean, it's like, it's overwhelming how many things there there are. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, the, the, this will be, um, it's going to be a new experience for us because of that. Um, Monday is also, I'm, I'm planning to, uh, do guardians on Monday. Um, depending on how that goes, I may do it again on Thursday. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, and, and, and I'm not sure. I, I think, I think it kind of depends on how Sunday goes as to whether or not um, I decide to go for the lightning lane or just do the virtual queue. But well, like, like I'm, I'm not committing myself to like anything like genie plus or lightning lane until I get there because, you know, you know, one, I I will admit, you know, you know, in part of planning this trip, like I, in the past, and we've talked about this before, you know, I spent a lot of time in the past, like trying to figure out, you know, Hey, you know, there's certain like, you know, you know, big attractions that I want to do, making sure I get fast passes and stuff. It was kind of nice planning this trip that I didn't have to think about all that. But the flip side of that is, you know, the data that I'm there kind of, it does add a little bit of an extra layer of stress from my point of view, because, because I know that uh, like, again, you know, at the end of the day, if, if I don't do these things, I don't do them. Like it's, it's not the end of the world, but I will be doing things like, setting my alarm to make sure that I get up in time to go, you know, log on to the app at seven o'clock and book stuff. So, yeah. Um, and listen, I mean, we did the virtual queue when we were there and it was, I mean, it's so easy to do. I mean, it's like, you know, it's very, it's 
pushing two buttons and you're good. You know what I mean? So like, I have no doubt that you will get into the virtual queue without a problem for guardians. Right. Like, and then, you know, if you want to, if, but if you don't, for some reason, then you have lightning lane as the fallback or you can try again in the afternoon too. Right. You know, they have yeah. the second, the second and, set in the afternoon. So, and I thought I heard is, isn't there, um, if for people on site, I thought that there was a third opportunity in the evening. As well. I think it's only if they're doing the extra evening hours that they do for the deluxe resorts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Got that's it. the case. Yeah. But well, yeah, no, I, I think yeah. you'll be all right. I think you're going to get it. Um, You know, like I said, I did it right at seven. I mean, we ended up with group 97, but I mean, I also maybe did it at like 701. Like I wasn't as diligent as I should have been, but right. yeah, I think, I think you'll be fine. Um, Yeah. And, and be able to get it. And like I said, if you don't, then you do the lightning lane and you'll be, you'll be good then too. Yeah. So, and like I said, even, even if we don't get it on the Monday, like we're going to be back there on the Thursday before the the Christmas party. So, you know, it, like I said, it's not the end of the world. And, you know, even if, you know, let's say for whatever reason, I wasn't able to, to ride guardians or Mickey and Minnie's or rise this trip. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to be hurt about it because, you know, I've gone this long without it. And, you know, there'll, there'll be yeah. another trip, right? I, I well, guess that, that's the way I'm looking at it. <laughs> and I mean, for like Mickey and Minnie's, just rope drop it and you'll be fine. Like yeah. we rope dropped it twice when we were there and both times we waited like 20 minutes and it was fine. And I okay. mean, like, yeah, take advantage of those early morning magic hours, you know, that you get for hotel guests and just go straight there and you'll be you'll get it. No problem. So so here's the interesting thing about that. Um, and I think we've talked about this in the past, too, is that um, rope drop is not... Um, or I'm not planning to do a lot of rope drop this oh, trip. You're going to do more sleeping in this trip as opposed yeah. to like, yeah. which, which, because, um, yeah, the problem is, is usually when we, uh, um, you know, because we're, um, we're traveling some, from so far away, it like, you know, a 7am rope Time drop change. is, is 5am yeah. for us. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, I, I don't, I'm trying not to necessarily bank on rope job, but you know, the flip side of that is, yeah, you know, we, we will plan to be at some of these parks into the evening and there may be an opportunity to, you know, hit them, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, closing time or, or if they have extra hours in the evening and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. And, uh, what was I going to say the, oh yeah. So, so yeah, speaking of Hollywood studios, um, yeah, the, so we are we are going to try for Fantasmic, and I know we're going to talk about that more here in a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we are definitely going to try for Fantasmic, but there is um, one of the concerns that we, or that was brought up was, and, and you know, I, I feel this too, but you know, my wife was the first one to say it is, you know, do you really want to go and sit in a big um, theater oh, yeah. with a bunch of people? Sure, right. sure, sure. So, so you know, there was a bit of a dilemma there, I guess, where you know, we we were kind of we've been waffling back and forth on it. I'd like to try and go and see it if, um, again, you know, if timing works, if we feel like we're in the mood and stuff like that, yeah, I'll go see it. But, um, if it seems like you know, you know, the fact that it's opening like a couple of days before we get there, you know. I doubt that it'll die down enough in the first couple of days that, you know, it won't be crazy busy there, but yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, it we'll might see. be worth it though, yeah. to be one of the first people to see it. I mean, I think that would be kind of cool, but I understand yeah. that thought too. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, that's the other side of it is like I said, you know, Hey, this is, it's, it's a new show. Like it's not yeah. just, 
it's not just, you know, them reopening Phantasmic, but they've redone some of the scenes and stuff. So, um, you know, there's that opportunity too. So, um, yeah, on, on the whole, this trip is going to be very, um, it's going to be very ad hoc, meaning, sure, you know, we're, sure. we're, we're just going to, we're going to see how we feel in the moment. We're going to see how we're doing because, um, yeah, like I said, it's been so long since we've been there. I don't want to put any unreasonable expectations on on ourselves or the trip that, you know, we're going to do all these things and whatever, because we've done that before and we made that mistake where you try to do too much and you end up burning out and being miserable because, um, you know, it's hot and you're tired and, and all that. So um, I'm trying to be very careful about not over committing myself to a lot of things. And, and also it's kind of nice that, uh, our family's in a place now where, you know, me and my wife, we've done this enough that we kind of know what to expect. And now that my son is older too, um, even talking with him, um, you know, he doesn't have the same expectations that he had when he was younger, meaning that he doesn't, you know, you know, when he was younger, it, it was very much, it wasn't that he expected to be entertained all the time, but, you know, I felt like, you know, because, you know, we were taking him there, it was like, well, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to tell him we're going back to the hotel because, you know, he was at that age where, you know, he's not napping or like, it's not like you, you with your daughter where it's like, you know, you have nap time during the day and all that. So, you know, it was, it was trying to like, you know, keep that moving, but he's, he's had enough experience with Disney now at this point too, that even he's like, you know, yeah, I get it. You know, if we, you know, if we find that, you know, it's, it, you know, we're, we're not used to it and things are not quite working. Um, you know, we may have more time back at the hotel than, than we initially planned for. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So just it's, just take it's, it it's, easy. You're kind of yeah. doing what we did, but you, for different reasons, right? Like exactly. we had to take it easy because my daughter, you guys are taking it easy because you've done this all before. And if you need to just go a little slower, then you go a little slower. Right. Yeah, and and Which, and it's because we haven't been in a couple of years, and we yeah. don't really know how to how it's gonna play out. So, um, by the way, I looked up the yeah. park hours for all you're there, and and for Hollywood Studios specifically, early entry starts at eight a.m. for every day that week that you're there. So, <laughs> okay, so eight a.m. to eight thirty every day. Yeah, so. <laughs> So that's well, pretty, I mean, that's pretty early. I mean, it's, I mean, but it, it is pretty early, but I mean, and then Magic Kingdom is 7.30 on some days, uh, on party days and 8, 8.30 on other days. So Magic right. Kingdom's not bad, actually. I could do, 8.30 is fine. Eight, eight's a little rough and 7.30 is a little rough, I think, but, um, so, you know, 8.30. So and he, here's part of the interesting thing with that too, is, you know, I, I know I just said that we weren't planning to do, or, you know, we don't like doing the early morning stuff, but, um, something else that I noticed was the, the Sunday is actually daylight savings. So everything moves back an hour. So, so in, that's going to help you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, so, so it may, again, I'm saying upfront that, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, Oh, let's go rope drop because of it. But we may find when we get there that, you know, you know, being up an hour earlier versus two hours earlier may be enough. And yeah, so so it may work to our advantage, or you know, it, again, it may just mean that uh, you know the evenings are a little bit easier too because we're you know it's not um, it's not quite as late for us either, right? So yeah, and, um, and that's kind of yeah. kind of you know was part of our philosophy too. It's like all right, let's get out there early, get a bunch of stuff done, take a break, and then come back and do whatever else we still want to do. You know? Yeah, and, and yeah, we we've we've been we've done it that same way in the past too, and it's. Uh, 
yeah, it's it's just um, like I said, it, it it feels weird. Like like you know, we've we've been talking about it a lot, and I just I almost feel like I'm a Disney newbie again. <laughs> you feel like you're starting over, <laughs> yeah, because, because it has well, like just changed since you've been yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it has been so long that you know I'm I, we're being. I feel maybe I am being overly cautious about it, but probably it's mostly still the same. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and, but I think it'll be one of those things that, uh, you know, kind of like when we were there in May, you know, when I, when I, when I got off the plane, um, I actually, you know, before I got my, you know, picked up my bag and everything and went to the hotel, I did have like a moment of not panic, but just like, what am I doing? <laughs> like you, you, you know, you know, when you're in like a place that you don't know and you like, you, oh, yeah, like yeah. You're, you're trying to f- figure out your bearings and all that. Um, I, I had a few moments of that, but then, you know, by the time, you know, once I got to the hotel and, you know, when you and I met up and, and everything, it was like, it all kind of clicked and came back. Right. And, you know, I, I know it'll be the same thing with my family. And, and, you know, for me this, this time, because we did go in May for me, it won't be as big of a deal. But I'm trying to be cognizant of, you know, like I said, you know, my family, you know, my wife and my son, they they haven't done this in a while either. And it's as much about, you know, not, you know, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, come on, you know, it's fine. And they're still kind of, you know, in that mode of not, you you know, not being sure about what they're doing. So, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah it's uh, um, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting trip. Um, yeah. Outside of the the dining plans and the the Christmas party. Um, like I said, I, I don't have anything else specifically planned other than, yeah, you know, for those particular days that, uh, um, you know, we're, we're going to try and hit Guardians. Mickey and Minnie's is going to actually be priority over Rise at Hollywood Studios. Um, really? And yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I, but the reason for that is that, um, you know, my my wife can't do Rise of the Resistance. It's, it's not... Um, she she has issues with um you know certain simulators, ride types yeah. yeah yeah simulators and stuff like that so um so we're going to do Mickey and Minnie's first as you know because it's something we can do as a family and then you know I'll look at Rise but it, but I think you know I'll, I'll still try and virtual queue for Rise and like you said you know that might be the day that we we actually end up rope dropping um to try and get Mickey and Minnie's done and then get them both in the same day but I, I'm not adverse to um, – we actually talked about this as well, that our Wednesday is going to be Animal Kingdom. And we we may decide that Animal Kingdom is only a half-day park, and we may go back to Hollywood Studios and try for a rise in the evening there. So, yeah. Um, yeah so, so we're leaving a lot of windows open to, you know, kind of change gears and, and you know, change up what we're doing. Um, because, yeah, you know, like we, we've said many times is – you know, it's it's good to have a plan, but it's also good to be able to throw the plan out the window and just do whatever yeah, feels flexible. right in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, they're not doing virtual queue anymore for Rise of the Resistance. So I mean you could do oh. you could do individual lightning lane. Okay. That's probably well, your best bet. Then yeah, yeah then yeah. then we might just do that because uh Yeah. It's only like, it's I, only cosmic rewind at this point that has virtual queue. So Oh, okay. I yeah, for some I thought Rise still had it for some reason. Well, so remember they took it away and did standby and then they said like on super busy days we might put it back or something, but I don't think they have right at that point. So okay. but yeah, I mean you might want to just do like individual lightning lane for that and just, you know, bite the bull and just pay and then not have to worry about it, you know? 
Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of the thing too, with, with lightning lane is that, you, you know, you're right. It, it is, it's, it's money, but, um, the, the nice thing is, is because it is like for a rise, it would just be me and my son. Um, that's a little bit easier pill to swallow than yeah, if, yeah. it you know, if I was there, like how you, you know, how you did the trip with, you know, you know, in-laws and stuff like that, if it was like three or five people or, you know, you know, more yeah, people yeah, doing yeah. it. Um, you know, you know, obviously I, w- I wouldn't, ne- you know, necessarily go and pay for other people's lighting lanes, but you know, that still becomes more and more prohibitively expensive when, you know, oh, yeah. it, when, you know, it's like, oh, five people, it's going to cost you, you know, close to a hundred dollars to ride this ride. Right. So by the way, um, I should, I do want to point out to you, by the way, I don't know if you, mm-hmm. if you've looked at the schedule yet or not, but, um, when you are there, they do have the late, uh, hours for deluxe guests only, uh, November 2nd, Magic Kingdom, 10 p.m. to midnight. November 7th, Epcot, 9 p.m. to 11. And then November 9th, Magic Kingdom, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. So you so, can stay to 1 a.m. on November 9th. So we'll be there the 7th. The 7th is the Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah. So yeah. if you're going to be at yeah. Epcot that day, you could stay till 11. And 9 to 11 will oh, be well that, deluxe yeah. resort guests only. So, well, that, yeah, then that's easy. We'll, we'll get all that. Yeah, you'll get right. fix of Epcot. Yeah, yeah, and and not only that, you could get you know you could get your fix of all the uh, food and wine stuff, and then you can also get uh get you know maybe get Guardians too if you didn't get. That's when you'll have that six p.m. opportunity. Oh, okay, good. That's yeah, so perfect. You, you will have a third opportunity to get in the virtual queue at six p.m. So, all right, perfect. Okay, look good. at that. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, I, I haven't even looked at the the that schedule yet because. Um, yeah, you know, I've I've just been I've I've just been making sure everything's booked at this point. Like I, you know, I've got um, you know, we we did the the dining reservations. I I was making sure, you know, I I could uh yeah, yeah. get food ordered. The basics. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, the basics. Right? Yeah. So, uh, that that's where I'm at right now, but um yeah, you know, in the next week or so I was going to start looking at the the park hours and everything. Um Oh, I which, would, have you ever yeah. done uh, Magic Kingdom till 1 a.m. cuz I did it to 2 a.m. one time and mm-hmm. it's awesome. Oh yeah, well, well, we we've done the we've done the uh, after hours. That's right? what you did. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. which yeah, abs- you know, I'm, um, you know, we with that coming back in in uh, uh, next year, I'm, you know, we're we're gonna plan for that next trip because yeah, that those those late night Magic Kingdom days are just amazing. I love well, it so much. <laughs> and this one is free. This one's free just for being a well, not a DVC member, but kind of because. Deluxe Resort. I mean, it's even more exclusive, which is pretty great. Um, yeah, man, that's awesome. I, I, I actually didn't even look at that for my trip. I probably had some dates during my trip and didn't even look. To well, be fair, we were exhausted because my daughter is exhausting. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, again, you know, you're in a different situation. Like, like yeah. we did the same thing when our son was younger. That you know, we call it at eight o'clock at night because you know he couldn't go anymore, right? So, exactly. Yeah, and we couldn't um, but, really either. We're tired. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, for us this time, it, it will be different because you know he's older. We're all in a place where, you know, we can take a, you know, we're fine taking a break and then pushing longer in the evening and, you know, doing all the fireworks and, and, you know, you know, nighttime stuff. And even, you know, Epcot at night, I, um, even, you know, barring all the, the construction, everything that's going on, just actually, you know, I shouldn't even qualify to any one particular park. Just being in any Disney park at night is to me way okay. better than, yeah, than any other time of day. Like it's just, like late honestly, night specifically, right? <laughs> oh yeah, honestly, my favorite. At, well, now my favorite at night is Epcot. 
um, mm-hmm. with the with the lights on Spaceship Earth. I, I would probably have said before that my favorite was was Magic Kingdom, but I think it's now Epcot because I I I mean you saw it. I I could have just stood oh, there yeah. and watched Spaceship Earth for an hour. You just, know, like just wait until yeah. the uh, wait until they finish all the construction around that too. Like oh, it's that gonna whole be amazing. area will just be yeah, yeah. It's gonna like, be amazing. But, your family yeah, could mean, just leave you there, and they come back, and you'd be in the same spot like two hours later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, that provides you so much more like flexibility now because you can with like Ep- you're going to be at Epcot on one of the late night days, and so you're going to be able to. You can leave and come back, and then you know have a what is it? What did I say? Uh, Nine to eleven, just to do whatever you want to do you know <laughs> yep. like that's awesome i mean yeah yeah and we and uh, ratatouille was actually on the list too like i want to, oh yeah yeah i wanted to get on that with my son because i i know he would really enjoy it so that may be we may end up doing guardians earlier and then use that you know use the evening to hit up like ratatouille and you know all, all the normal stuff soren test track you know whatever is open basically right so, yeah 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 that'll be yeah. good yeah so yeah, I think uh yeah, you know, the I think I have a solid plan for the trip, but uh Sounds like it, yeah. Um, you know, I'll when I get back, we'll see when I get back with the trip report how much we actually follow the script because I'm <laughs> right now I'm I'm honestly not thinking that we're going to like I have I have the ideas in my head, but I'm not uh, I'm not telling myself like this is how these days are going to play out because yeah yeah I yeah get that. it's it's just one of those trips right it's it's going to be very loose. <laughs> I do hope for your sake that you get on Guardians and Ratatouille and Mickey mm-hmm. Minis and Rise of Resistance because you haven't gotten to do any of those things. Especially, I mean, I hope for your sake because you know I know you're a big Star Wars guy. I want you know you to get on Rise of Resistance for sure. It's been so long, and you've I know you've been dying to get on that. So it's you know. I yeah, hope I hope you are able to. It, so it, it, it'll be. I, I'm being full disclosure. I'm really setting my expectations low because I don't want to disappoint myself. Sure, I get that. Like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, no, I, get, I get that. I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah I, it's just I, I I don't want to be there and like like you know I it, it's funny like you know how we say like you know don't you know don't let little things like ruin your trip but yeah not getting on that like if if I if I hyped myself up and I didn't get on it, I would, you know, it would take me like a day to get over it, which, you know, in Disney time, like that's, that's a lot of time <laughs> that, oh, yeah, that, you know, yeah. to be moping around about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really like, I, I think what's probably going to happen is when, when I do finally get in line for it with my son, uh, I'm probably going to lose it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that until then. Yeah, like I'm. I'm. Yes. I'm. I'm keeping myself um, in check until I'm actually there and it's happening. Because yeah, it's just yeah. I, uh, COVID's done a number. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, listen, I've canceled too many trips. <laughs> listen, I, that's that's yeah. you know the whole revenge travel thing that they always talk about, right? Is like yeah. people just need a break, man. People need to get back to that fun stuff and and have a good time again. And I mean, obviously, obviously, a lot of people are. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited for you to go. I really am because it's been so long, and I I know you're you're really uh, there's so many things there's so many new things for you to do you know mm-hmm. and so many um, new things for your family to experience like even when we were there in may like so many of the things that we were doing you were just like i can't wait to do this with my family you know and and i can't wait totally. for you to do those things with your family so 
Yeah. And I'm sure and, you miss and, Polly too. And are very excited to see your precious Polly again. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you, you saw how I was when I was yeah, yeah. there, right? Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm very comfortable when I'm at the Polly. It's, <laughs> it's home. It's home. Yeah. It's, it's home. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's why they'd say welcome home, right? That's, that's your yeah. home. So yeah. yeah, I get it. And, and, and yeah, you know, you know, back to the whole excitement of it, like the, the whole, um, the other, you know, the rides are definitely one thing, but you know, the food and wine stuff, um, that is actually like, I'm really excited about that because, you know, my, my wife is on board with it and my son is on board with it, which I didn't feel like, um, or, you know, when he was younger, like he's, he's definitely adventurous and, you know, trying different stuff. Like he, like, you know, I, you know me, like I'm not picky either, but yeah, I know you ate some really weird stuff in May at, at uh, yeah, cause it, it was, it was all good, man. Months. Yeah, I know. It was, I know. But there was one thing you were eating. I was like, I don't know what that is, but I would never eat that. <laughs> yeah. it, it was it was the the beef. It was like a beef that, tartare, right? Was it or something? Yeah. Like that? Be- yeah. Beef tatami, I think it was. No, yeah. tatami. I can't some yeah it was something from japan but uh, yeah yeah it was something from japan that was, yeah. was interesting like, anyway but, but i'm super excited because you know my, my son you know will be you know it'll be doing food and wine but it'll be doing food and wine with him whereas you know like a couple of years ago he was like you know younger kids you don't want to be like you know hey let's go try all this weird food right or you know let's let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, let, let's experiment with you know food from from these booths right whereas you know now now I know that, you know, he'll, he'll try stuff. Right. So, um, and yeah, he's wine is there's like yeah. normal stuff there too. Right. Like you can just go get mm. French fries or Mac and cheese if you want. Right. Like there's still like not crazy stuff, you know, there's, but there's other stuff that you can try. That's like really out there. Yeah. You know? True. Uh, but, but even when my son was younger, like, like there was a bit of that, like even the, even the normal ish stuff, like, you know, it's still, it's still different from like what you would find at a quick service. Right. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Like, you know, I, I guess for us, you know, younger or when, when my for younger kids, like when when my son was younger, you know, he, we would we would go out to places. And if we could tell he wasn't in the mood, it was always like, well, as long as they've got like chicken fingers and fries. Right. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, where, they always do. <laughs> they yeah, always yeah. do. And, and, you know, if you're at food and wine, it's like, you know, you're not going to hit up a booth like like you'll go to a quick service. You wouldn't go to yeah. a food and wine booth. Right. Whereas no. No, now it's like, well, you know, we're just going to skip the quick service and we're just doing food and wine. So I'm, I'm super excited for that because really this will be like, this is the first year I'm really actually getting to take a proper swing at things like flower and garden and food and wine festival. Yeah. Cause you know, like I said, you know, we, we've done it, you know, having a younger kid, we've just never done it up until now. So that'll be awesome. Uh, I'm excited for that for you too. And I, yeah, I think your wife and son are really going to enjoy Spaceship Earth and and the light. I, I know I talk about Spaceship Earth and the lights all the time, but I just like. Oh, I, I'm. I think you know. I, I I'm pretty sure I could leave you and my wife in the same <laughs> spot watching the Spaceship Earth stuff. I I know she's going to love it. Like I, I mean, yeah, it's her yeah. favorite attraction. Like yeah. <laughs> Well, and I just, I mean, I, no joke, you saw me. I just stood there with my mouth open looking at it like a, like a five-year-old, mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, like it's, yep. it's, and it's so simple, but it's just so cool. So yeah, I, I know I, I talk about this all the time and people are probably tired of me saying it, but <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. You know, it's fine. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about with your trip before you, I mean, I think you covered most of it, right? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think that was all the all the big items and yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll try to make sure I do some posts as, as I go, you know, kind of like we did in May 
I'll, uh, I'll try and, you know, throw out some video clips and stuff. And, um, you know, for, for anyone listening, you know, if you do happen to be there, come and find me. If, uh, if you can in the parks, you, you know, you can look for the welcome home hat. I'll be wearing my, my usual hat and, uh, I will have pins and stickers, which, because I actually, I, I realized Tom, uh, I gave away all the hats that I had back in May. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so, well, cause you gave them out at the meetup, yeah. right? So yeah, exactly. So, so I don't have any hats anymore, but I do have pins and stickers. So, um, you know, yeah, I'm, well, I'm hoping I'm hoping to meet up with some listeners too. The, well, the funny thing is that you are going to be there the same time as my sister and brother-in-law, which I just realized like a couple days. I like I knew my sister was going back because they were just there with us, mm-hmm. right? But like they they didn't really go to the parks, right? They just kind of hung with us at the resort, and it was because they had this other trip planned in November with my brother-in-law's family, who are also DVC members, um, and they're staying at a grand villa at Saratoga. Um, so, but I just realized that you guys are going to be there at the same time, which is just kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I'm sure if my sister sees welcome home stuff, she will, uh, track you down and, uh, well, yeah, tell her, tell her to come say hi. Cause, uh, yeah, it would be, uh, I have no idea what her plans are. (laughs) Like, I have no idea what their plans are, but, um, cause you know, the, my, my brother-in-law's parents are, are pros, right? Like they've got a crazy amount of DVC points. Like they go, I mean, they'll go and stay there for a month. You know, like they're 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 very in tune with what's going on. So uh, I, I definitely don't need to uh, tell them what to do. But uh, they, uh, I have no idea what their plans are at all. So okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, if if it works out that we happen to be in the same place, yeah, you know, that would be yeah. that would be weird, but also really cool. That, you know, <laughs> kind of random. Well, she kind of yeah. looks like me. Uh, you know, she's, yeah. she's kind of similar looking to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to figure out exactly what you mean by that. But I, I'm sure, I'm sure she introduces herself as Tom's sister. I'll be like, oh, yeah, oh okay, yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she will do that. Yeah, no, no, uh, for sure. So yeah, I, we'll we'll see if that if that comes to fruition. But um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for your trip. It's, I'm excited to hear about it. So yeah, and yeah, stay tuned for more. And uh, why don't we? Um, change gears and see if we can do some listener questions this week. Yeah, we just got a couple. And uh, so we've got Kevin and he, Kevin says, uh, you and your family invo- are invited to a Disney Royal ball. It is mandatory that you and your wife have to dress up as a prince and pre- princess and your kids have to be characters from the movie. Who are you all going as? I like this question. Mm. Um, now here's the thing, right? So, <laughs> so I did this last Halloween where I was Kristoff and my wife was Anna from frozen and my daughter was Elsa. Uh, so, you know, I, I think we'd probably have to go that route. I don't know if that counts, though. I mean, I guess I guess Kristoff yeah. is a prince, prince after the second movie, right? Because, yeah. or no, he's the king, right? Or whatever, because Anna becomes the queen, Anna, right? Yeah, Anna becomes yeah. the queen, yeah. So, right, yeah I mean, so. yeah, I, I guess I don't know how hard and fast the prince and princess Yeah, that rule, rule is. is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah um yeah but that's probably hmm. what we would do and and you know my, my daughter could do elsa or we could you know we could go with like olaf or something you know she'd probably be fine either way so okay um i i don't have a good answer to this because <laughs> I, i'm i'm trying to think of you know I, in our family that the the princess movies are the least liked disney movies in our house Interesting. Okay. And, and someone's going to hate me for saying that, I'm sure. No, no, um, no. 
but yeah, so, so like we don't, I, I guess, you know, you know, the closest we get, like we, we, you know, as a family, we really liked Moana and Encanto, like, like those kinds of movies where, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't follow the, the typical mold of, you know, the, the prince and princess thing. But I guess if, if we were had to choose specifically a prince and princess, and, and again, I don't even know if this would qualify, but um, I would say it would be Rapunzel and Flynn. Okay. Because I get, again, I, I don't know if we can get around the technicality, like, you know, I mean, Rapunzel well, is the princess. princess. Yeah, yeah but, princess, but her, yeah. yeah, I guess, you know, her, but Flynn's not really the prince, though, right? Like, it's. I mean, yeah. they get married eventually, right? And then he becomes the prince. I think they get married yeah. in like the the show or something, the, right? Do they? Do they? I don't, I don't know. I never I, watched the show, but I think they. Eventually I've, get married. I've watched the show, but I haven't like followed it, it, you know, intensely enough to to figure out what actually happened there. And then, and then the whole thing about you know your kids having those characters from the movie. I guess, <laughs> I guess uh, you know my. You know, then my son would have to, you know, pick a character from like the the Snuggly Duckling or something. Oh, that would that be would, good. That yeah. would be fun. That, I, yeah, I, I think that's the best answer I can give because I, you know, I can't think of another immediate princess movie. And and I'm sure, you know, my wife is going to listen to this at some point and come back and go, it was this movie. Why didn't you think of this? And I I don't know. Because I, like I said, I don't think a lot about the 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 prince and princess movies. So, oh, that's right. They get married at the end of the first one because, like, they end it where, like, they okay, yeah, they, they get married at the yeah. end of the first one, the original. So, yeah, okay, they, so, so they then, are married. Yeah, that's, Technically, right, so that, then that's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> then yeah, well, that's my answer. I'll stick with it. We thought about that too hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you want to do Amber's? Yeah, yeah. Amber says, uh, with prices increasing at Disney along with everyday essentials, do you think more DVC members will choose to forgo the parks? If a higher percentage of DVC bookings spent less while on property, do you think Disney's or what do you think Disney's response would be, if any? Hmm. I mean, I'm sure you're going to have some population of people that decide to forego the parks and just see resort only stays. But I think if it really became a problem, then Disney would start offering discounts on tickets to DVC members. Like, yeah, that's probably what I mean, they would do. I mean, yeah, you, you know, if, if you really think about it, you know, the whole point of DVC is that, you know, it's people, you know, coming back on a regular basis. And, um, you know, Disney's intent is, you know, they they want people to spend money on food and merchandise and all that. And if people are not going outside of their resorts um you know you know if if enough people did it that disney noticed i agree with you i think i think you would see you would see you know a couple of things potentially happen is one yeah they they would you know maybe do some more of the the ticket offers like they've done in the past where you know you can get you know you know discounts on park tickets and you know um maybe or like there was that one year they did the promo for the um for the annual pass where you, you got the, the platinum pass for the price of the gold pass. So I could see them, you know, maybe doing something like that, or maybe, uh, maybe they would double down on moonlight magic events. Cause that, that would kind of force people back into the park. But then I guess, I don't know if moonlight magic events, you know, people aren't. It's a free necessarily event. Spending spending. Money in it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, 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 the, but the interesting thing is even if it's a free event, it still does get people in the park and it does kind of get them in that headspace of, 
you know, maybe they go into the park earlier in the day and they still end up, you know, buying food or buying merchandise and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the main route that they probably go is discounted tickets, right? Like that's and that's like, you know, with with the what what Disney's doing now, it's like they can if they, you know, if they raise ticket prices too high that people stop coming, then they can just lower them or they can do discounts, right? Like I, I don't think I don't think anybody realize but I, I mean I think some people probably realize that like when they were doing free dining, you know, when they remember they do the free dining plan deal. Mm-hmm. Like the reason they did that was to get like they always did it during times where they needed people at the parks, right? Like yeah. that was why they did it. They just they, they just do promotions to fill the parks in uh, at times that they need to fill the parks in. So like they'll just do a promotion, right? Like you know specific. I mean they do it for DVC members now. Like look at what they did for the cruise line where they they although that was Disney Plus, but I mean they obviously needed to get some people on the cruise lines and they had that crazy offer for Disney Plus members that could you know you could pay for two people and get like the rest of your party for free up to like five people or whatever it was like that's a crazy deal <laughs> you know like they'll just they'll just do promotions that's that's yeah. that's basically it yeah i yeah you're right i think that's th- that's as simple as it is if, if people you know just started using their their dbc memberships for st- not staycations but you know resort only vacations you would see a lot more offers come out for disney but yeah. You know, I, but I, I, so I guess, you know, to follow up on that, I think a lot of people's thought process is, well, we should all like collectively decide to just start staying at the resorts. <laughs> that is I'm not good. going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like there, there, you know, even if a bunch of people, you know, you know, said on Facebook or whatever, yeah, like, you know, let's all do this together. Right. The reality is, is, you know, there's, there's far more people that go there and then, you know, you see them get on the bus or get on the monorail and go to the park because, you know, the the percentage of people staying at the resorts will never equal the amount of people that are going there to experience oh, yeah. all of Disney. I so, mean, there's yeah. there's always even bef- like there's always been a contingent of people that just go to the resort and stay there. Like there's mm-hmm. there's plenty of people that don't go to the parks that, that stay at the resorts that are JVC members. Now, could there be more of those people while prices are going up? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like prices the ticket prices haven't gone up that much where i think it's going to like really stop people from going so yeah, not but, you know, not yet no it could go higher but you know ticket prices have been increasing for you know basically every year for for a long time so <laughs> it's uh it, it's it's just going to keep going it's it's how you know how it goes so mm-hmm. All right, so Jill uh, once says Tom and Trevor talked about being a fan of dynamic genie pricing. Did did we say we were fans of that? I don't think fans. I, I think yeah, more of I, understand why. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm. You're right. It's not that I'm a fan. I just I understand the reasoning behind it, and it doesn't. Yeah. It, it hasn't pushed me away yet. Exactly. Yeah. So, but that's basically what this question is, right? So, uh, Tom and Trevor talked about being a fan of dynamic genie plus pricing because of basic economics behind curbing demand for those who will buy it. Yeah. I mean, we understand it basically because of that. What is your personal threshold for the top end of what you pay for this service? I don't see this happening in the near future for Disney, but Universal charges well into the 200s per person for their express pass on the busiest days. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting Mm -hmm. that Disney gets so much flack for this, considering how much more Universal charges for this. It's just odd to me because like Universal's charged a lot more for this for a long time and no one gives them heat for, you know, throws any, anything their way. But Disney, you know, does 15 to $20 and it's like the end of the world. I, well, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's new, interesting. right? What's that? So it's because it's, it's new. new. 
it's yeah. new, yeah. Because it so, was free so, and now it's not anymore. So if it was not free the whole time, then people would not have been as mad. So what is your threshold then? Or what's your thinking around this? Honestly, it just depends, right? Like, because I think my threshold really kind of depends on my day, right? Like, mm. I don't think I would go higher. Like, because right now, the so the top threshold for Disney World, I believe they announced it was, what, $22 or 23 But the yes. top threshold at Disneyland is actually, I think, 30 Um, I think I would not go past 30 if it, again, it depends, right? If it was just, if I was just paying for my wife, my daughter and I, and we were planning on spending a whole day at the park and it was busy, then I would probably pay 30 bucks, but over 30, I don't know if I'd go over 30 after that point. I kind of think to myself, okay, that's too much, but if I had to pay for other people, like, you know, when my in-laws are with us, instead of having a conversation of like. I'm really bad about asking people for money. Like it's the worst. <laughs> like I'm so bad about asking people like say, Hey, you owe me this money, right? Like, give me the, give me the money. Like I'm not good at that at all. And so I didn't even broach the topic when we were there. I just bought genie plus didn't even tell them it costs money. And we just used it. You know what I mean? Cause they didn't, they didn't know that it, you know, didn't cost money necessarily. So I mean, it was that it, that it cost money. So I just did it, you know, cause I, I just didn't feel like, you know, dealing with asking for money or having a conversation about spending or- more money. <laughs> or you know? the uh, the concept of well we're doing this and if you don't well buy you know that's we're... the thing right yeah like <laughs> I just was like one voice let's just do it you know like yeah so yeah I mean I think I don't want to pay more than than thirty dollars you know I and I also think to myself a lot is like what if Disney went the Universal route and was like okay it's super expensive but it's free for deluxe resort guests right. Like if they did mm-hmm. that, and I still don't think they can do it, right? Like Universal is a little easier because they just have so many fewer hotels, right? Like they can do that and give that to them because uh, they only have a you know a couple of those that they're giving out for free. Disney's got a lot of deluxe resorts, man. Like yeah. that would be giving it to a lot of people for free. So I don't know, but like I said, thirty bucks is probably my top end, but you know could change. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Kind of similar thinking for for my families, you know. I. I look at it, you know, what, you know, there's three of us, you know, what is the total cost for the three of us, you know? Um, and, and, you know, the way that I kind of play it out in my head is, you know, if, if I'm spending, I want to say any, like, like my upper limit would be about a hundred and $110 for the family. So, you know, if you break that down, um, yeah, you know, we're talking like the 35 to $40 range. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. If, if it got, if it got that high, that would be enough that I would, I would seriously, um, seriously say, no, this like, like, I don't care how busy it is. This is not happening. Um, even as it's, you know, even the current pricing and, you know, just to, to touch on, you know, not saying I'm a fan, like, you know, you know, I'm not a fan of, of, you know, having to pay for it. Um, with this upcoming trip, we are, you know, I'm going to be deciding on a day by day basis like that. You know, we're going to look at each park. We're going to look at what we're doing and I'm going to make decisions in the moment on whether or not it's worth it. So even at the current prices, I may still find myself in the position where it's like, nah, you know, you know, it's not as busy today or, you know, I don't feel I need to, you know, get on as many rides, you know, we're, we're going to take it easy or whatever. I'm not going to pay for this. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what yeah. we did too, right? Like we, we did something similar where it was like, you know, we kind of decided on a day-to-day basis and only ended up doing it for three days, right? Like out of 10. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, you know, the thing, the thing about, about Genie Plus, right, is 
you're paying for convenience, right? You're paying for saved time. And that convenience can change on a day-to-day basis, right? Like if you are only going to spend half a day in the park, then maybe it's worth it to get Genie Plus that day so you can get as much done as possible, right? Or, you know, I think it just varies day-to-day and on what I'd be willing to pay. So that's that's all I'm thinking, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I guess even... I don't know, even, like, uh, this... It's a tough question. Yeah, I'm I'm going <laughs> to stop there because it, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. the more I think about it, the more it's like, you know, yeah, I don't like it, but I do, but uh, yeah, it's anyway, yeah. <laughs> if if I have to pay yeah. more than $100, I'll, you know, I I'll seriously be not thinking about well, it. Even paying $15 a person, like I I think I said on my trip report, I was like it hurt me a little bit inside to press that button mm-hmm. and know that that was getting charged to my credit card. I <laughs> just like, it's, it's still annoying because yeah, the, yeah, you know that that cuts into like, you know, yeah. previously that would have been money that you would have used for snacks or, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, merchandise, whatever. Right. Like, so yeah, you know, it's, it's taking away from other things. So especially cause you just don't really know ahead of time, what kind of value it's going to have. Right. Like, yeah, you don't know what you're going to get out of it. And I think that that's the part that like bothers me. Cause it's like, if I'm paying for like a dessert party, I probably know what I'm going to get out of it. Right. Like I'm paying for mm-hmm. my tickets. I know what I'm getting out of it. Like I'm paying for my meal. I know what I'm getting like genie plus. You have no idea what you're going to get. Right. Like you might do great and get like three e-ticket attractions. Boom. Worth it. Like didn't have to wait in three hours worth of lines. Awesome. Or, you know, you might use it on uh, living with the land like I did. So, you know, who knows? Well, I mean, I even think of it just purely from, you know, not not looking at e-ticket, but, it, you know, good example is it in uh, Magic Kingdom. You know, we, we want to, you know, our favorite attractions are, are Pirates and Haunted Mansion. And if I bought Genie Plus and was like, you know, great, you know, I'm going to get on Haunted Mansion and I go into the app and it's like, oh, your next return time is 6.30 p.m. And it's like 10 yeah. o'clock in the morning. You know, that right there is like, well, that was a waste of time. Like, you know, you know, now I got to wait until the evening to do this. <laughs> well, you got to brush yourself up on the two hour rule. All right. Yes. Just, yeah, gotta... <laughs> I, I have been watching videos. I have been doing some research on it because, yeah, I, I know I know it's different. And I know that there's there's some techniques behind. Yeah. Um, what, what is it stacking, stacking. versus churning yeah, and stuff yeah so yeah the yeah, app I'll, makes I'm it a little easier it now the app makes it a yeah. little easier because it actually will tell you right on the app and it says you can book your next one like so we we had one for the early afternoon and then it said like you can book your next one at ten thirty or whatever it was like even though we had one for the afternoon so like it tells you now on the app like what the next time that you can book one if it mm-hmm. it's either then you know when you scan into your next one or this time right so yeah that's essentially essentially how it is. So yeah, I'll it it'll it'll be a new game to play, and I'm interested to see how it'll go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's do our ad really quick, and because sure. uh, I I think we're we're probably past the halfway point at this point. Uh, so our sponsor this episode is DVC Resale Market. DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. 
In 2021, DVC Resale Market helped over 4,400 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to DVCResaleMarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 1-844-382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right, we got two more questions here. You got Julie via Discord uh, wants to know, what do you think has been the best favorite in the celebration for the 50th anniversary? I feel like this is not a fair question for you, Trevor, because you got to experience a little bit of it while you were there, but not mm-hmm. all of it. Um, we had very limited time, but I think we all know what my answer is. Now, Julie says, I've loved the lights added to Spaceship Earth. I can't believe it took them 40 years to add them. They are beautiful. I agree. And that is also my favorite. So easy answer. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's fair. And yeah, you're right. You know, we, we didn't, we haven't had a chance to really experience a lot of it yet. Or, I mean, we, we won't get to experience certain things, which is fine. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the lights were definitely impressive and, I, and I'm looking forward to having my family see those as well. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I would have a, a favorite outside of that, because like you said, it's, you know, there's not a lot that we've actually got to do or, yeah. 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 Or, you you know, even, even seeing stuff, you know, I'll be honest, like I've, I've experienced the 50th at magic kingdom and I experienced the 60th at Disneyland and both of those, like, like, you know, those celebrations, it was like, yeah, it's cool. Um, but I, I don't feel that they're quite as big as sometimes Disney plays them out to be. Like sure. I I, yeah. I feel like, you know, they're, they're like, oh, it's going to be like a year and a half long celebration and, and all this kind of stuff. And sometimes it feels like they just drag it on a little too long. And to me, it kind of loses its luster a little bit when it's not. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, past the initial like announcement of it. It, it just. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I get that. I get it. So we had a listener write us from Sweden. Yeah, Which I'm, is very cool. <laughs> so I'm just curious about this because all you have on the rundown is uh, <laughs> listener from Sweden listener email. <laughs> so the listener from Sweden, I asked this listener if they would be okay with uh, me asking the question, uh, their question on the show. And they said yes, but they didn't want to use their name. So we're going to call them listener from Sweden. Um, okay. So yeah, we're thank you for listening to us all the way in Sweden. That's very, very cool. So, uh, so our, our listener from Sweden says, uh, first of all, thank you for welcome home podcast. Excellent information in a fun and exciting way. So here's to my question. I want to buy DVC. I've never been to any of the resorts, but I just want to be a member. I've done my research and DVC probably isn't a wise choice for me, but I want to be a member of Disney. I just can't get it out of my mind. I, I get it. Man. I get it totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I understand wh- why you feel that way. So uh, we were probably, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. It's the same reason why I bought an annual pass, even though I don't live in the country. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted an annual pass and to say that I had an annual pass at Disney at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, this our listener from Sweden says, we will probably go in November most of the time. We went in November 2019 and love the decorations and music in the parks. Yeah, I mean, that time of year is amazing to go. I totally mm-hmm. agree. We are a family of three, so studio is the type of room we'll stay in. So the problem is I don't know where to buy. Buy where you want to stay is the advice everyone tells you, except for us. Um, <laughs> but yep. if that was the case, Polly or Riviera or Grand Floridian, when we and 
They mentioned when we went, we stayed at Art of Animation. We loved the Skyliner. And we saw the beautiful Riviera Resort passing by when we visited Caribbean Beach. Yeah, listen, Skyliner's amazing. And I would kind of love to own at Riviera too, just because I want to stay there and I want to be on the Skyliner. But, you know, that's 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 an interesting thing. And as far as, we'll get into this after I read the whole question, okay? But mm-hmm. if you had a budget of a maximum of $10,000 to spend, where would you buy resale? So, the you know, and they mentioned here, I live in Sweden. I'll probably go every other year. So, you know, think about this as like a, a two-year kind of buildup of points, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the flight connections, more than 14 hours of flights, which is, whew, that's rough. Uh, yeah. If I stretch my budget, I can get maybe 75 points at Saratoga for about 11,000. The problem is I want Poly or Riviera. I know about the restrictions or Grand Floridian. But if I buy at any of those resorts, the points, the 50 points won't get me very far every other year. If I buy Saratoga 75 points, I get at least 150 to spend every other year. So would you buy 50 points at, at Poly, Grand, at Riviera, Grand Floridian, and stay about five nights every other year, or buy 75 points and have 150 to play with and stay at Saratoga for eight to 10 days if you can't get Poly or another resort? So stay where you want to stay for a shorter t- time or stay longer. So... Here's the thing, right? I, if I were you, I would buy Saratoga, right? Because I mean, but you can actually there's cheaper resorts than Saratoga, even so, but not as mm-hmm. with not as long of a of a contract. But I mean, you have uh, so I'm just looking at DVC resales they they have on their blog page. If you haven't seen this, and this is actually perfect because we just did the ad, but it's they have really good information, right? So they have average resale. Uh, price per point so uh on their on their blog if you click on their blog you can see this and so like you have animal kingdom at 137 per point and this is from september uh 124 at boulder ridge which is going undergoing refurbishment you know quick boat ride over to magic kingdom old key west 125 uh and then saratoga is at 131 so i mean you can even do a little bit cheaper at old key west the thing about it is like we talked about this on the show before and we've always we always said the stay where uh, like buy where you want to stay thing right and that's yeah in a lot of ways true right it is in a lot of ways true but like for me i bought a bay lake and i've only stayed there once <laughs> for in 10 years <laughs> so i mean you know i bought where it made sense for me to buy at the time um i think for you that you know i think you you know it, it's tough right because you're going during a time of year where i i think you probably you know wouldn't have as much of a problem booking six months out but it's 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 tough because you are going to want to get those dates and it might be a little bit more challenging if you can't book 11 months out, right? So, but yeah. I think Saratoga is the smart choice because you can get more points and then you I mean you could still use those points, you know, to 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 go to other resorts, to go to the ones you want. And think about it this way, you don't you could go to different rooms, right? Like so what I mean by that is first of all, Saratoga has really, you know, nice size studios, right? And so does Oki West. But um you know, you can, you can um, do split stays, right? You could like, if you want to stay at Riviera or you want to stay at Poly and you want to stay at Grand Floridian, maybe you can't get the full time there. You could just do a couple nights there and then do a couple nights at Saratoga and then do, you know, you could do that too. Right. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's going it, to, this is a tough question because you're coming from far away and with the, you know, you have that budget, but I think more points is better than less points in my mind. I, and, and I agree with you. And, and, and so let me, so the whole buy where you want to stay thing. So, so let me qualify our, you know, when I bought Polly initially, I wasn't even sure if that's where I wanted to stay. So, 
you know, I definitely knew about the poly and, you know, I knew what it was, you know, where the resort was and everything. Um, you know, we could have, again, we, we could have gone in and got, um, Copper Creek at the same time. But, um, I think something to think about is, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's not just, you know, buy where you want to stay, but it's, do you have an opportunity? And, yeah. you know, to, to Tom's point, you know, if you're looking at resale and you see that there is, you know, you know, a particular, you know, like Old Key West or even, you know, Boulder Ridge, which, you know, that's still Wilderness Lodge. It's, you know, it's yeah, a, a good resort. And, and the thing is, you know, there's, there's no bad resort. Like, like there, Absolutely. like any, any, like, you know, that's why, you know, Tom's saying, you know, stay at Saratoga. If you can't stay anywhere else, you're not losing by doing so. Like, everything is still accessible. You know, you can still get around property. You, you like, yeah. You, so you're staying over at Saratoga and you, you know, you got to get on a bus to go places, but you know, the same thing happens from the poly. I got to get on a bus to go to animal kingdom. So what's, you know, you know, the, the thing that and Saratoga I would say, is still great. People love yeah. Saratoga, you know, and it's the, it's the, the dues are, you got to factor dues into this too, right? Like dues are an important mm-hmm. piece of this too, right? Like, so yeah. dues are lower at Saratoga. So continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so, so I, I guess the advice I would give is, yeah, you know, you know, kind of the same thing that, that Tom is saying is, you know, you know, if you had, if you're choosing straight between, you know, Saratoga and, you know, you know, Grand Floridian or Riviera or anything like that, you know, for your situation, yeah, you know, go Saratoga. But, you know, since you have resale market there, um, if you see an opportunity for a resort, you know, it may not be, you know, I, I wouldn't get fixated on, I have to stay at this resort yeah. all the time or whatever. I would look at it, you know, if there's an opportunity to find a resort and it kind of ticks enough of the boxes or, you know, it makes sense for your situation, go for it. Absolutely. Would be would be my take on it. And, and so I wouldn't I wouldn't restrict yourself to say it's either A or B. I would say it's, you know, look at what's out there and, you know, make the decision on what's there at the time because, you know, that like even if if you've listened to the show long enough, you know, sometimes we get, to, you know, talking with uh, Derek and Marissa on the show, um, you know, they they tell us sometimes that, you know, they'll get a contract that comes up that's just got like, like a really, you know, you know, the price point is good on it or it's got like extra points because the person didn't use their points that year, you know, stuff like that. Um, those are things to think about as well. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't limit yourself just to, you know, oh, well, I can't afford to, you know, you know, Riviera is out of my price range. So I'm going to focus on Saratoga. Um, Look at what your opportunities are and just, you know, keep that in mind because um, at the end of the day, and, you know, like Tom said, you know, he stayed at way more resorts than I have, but, (laughs) you know, we've, we've been, we've been to enough of the resorts. We have stayed at other resorts over time. Anywhere on property at Disney is a good place to be. And yeah, you know, if, if you can figure out for your situation, how to work it, that, you know, you're staying, you're, you're staying, you know, once every two years and, you know, whether it's just at the same resort and, you know, you get, you know, five days or you, you're able to figure out split stays, um, you know, just, you know, keep an eye out for a contract that fits what you want to do and, and don't, don't don't narrow your vision down to I'm looking for Saratoga. That's the only thing I would say is just don't, don't limit yourself. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm just looking, I'm just looking at DVC resale market right now. Right. And I see a hundred point contract at Saratoga, October use year 
at one hundred and thirty nine point per thirty nine dollars per point, which is thirteen thousand nine hundred dollars. A little over your budget, but you know you can. There's there's stuff out there that are you know is is priced a little bit cheaper, but. You know, to, yeah. to Trevor's point, yeah, don't limit yourself. But at the same time, like, don't think just because you bought at Saratoga, you're never going to stay at the other resorts. I've stayed at almost all the resorts, and I own at Bay Lake, and, and I own it at Animal Kingdom. Like, and, and, also, and Damon's Damon's home yeah. is Saratoga, and he stays everywhere else too. So yeah, and I mean, you know, there are different resorts that are easier. And here's the other thing to what you're saying, Trevor. Right? Like, you do, you might fall in love with you know we we used to want to think that we wanted to stay at Bay Lake and that's why we bought there right and we stayed there one time and we were like okay this is cool but I don't really think this is our vibe right like this is not we like it yep. but it's not our favorite right and then we stayed at like a bunch of other places just to kind of try everything out and then we stayed at Animal Kingdom a couple times and we were like you know I think Animal Kingdom is the place we want to be you know like we just we feel comfortable there and we, we really enjoy it. Right. So like mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to know what you're going to like, but I just don't want you to think that if you buy into one resort, you're only ever going to stay at that resort. I mean, you, there are opportunities uh, absolutely to stay at other resorts and to get those reservations, you know, at the six month out period, I, it's, you, you'll be able to get those things for sure. So I, I just think you need to maximize your points for what you can get. Right. And, and, you know, again, make sure that the annual dues are where you want it to be, because look, you can look at like a Hilton head one and sure the price per point is low, but the dues are high. Right. And yeah. you might, it, so you gotta, you gotta look it, out for that. Kind of out over, you know, over, you know, three, four five years, it may be that you're actually paying more yeah. for that contract than you would for, you know, a copper Creek. Right. Yeah. And so. I, listen, I highly recommend that you email Derek uh, at, at DVC Resale Market. That's literally his, his email address. Derek at DVC Derek will absolutely help you with this and, and help guide you through this because he I mean, this is what he does. And I 100 percent know that he will help you with this. So I will really uh, I would that's what I would tell you to do. And and I know it's uh it's probably a little more complicated to buy points from Sweden, but I just I'm just tickled that we have a, a, a listener in Sweden. It's funny because yeah. I saw, you know, we see stats and we see like the different countries and, and we're in like, a, there we have listeners in a lot of countries all over the world. And I knew we had a listener in Sweden, in Sweden. And just the fact that we got an email from the listener in Sweden, it just makes me really happy. So, <laughs> so thank you okay. listener from Sweden for writing into us and for listening. And uh, also for asking this question, I hope we helped. I, yeah. you know, I hope, I hope this was helpful. hopefully, you know, um, you know, I, I know we didn't give you a definitive or, you know, we gave you an answer, but you know, there's some caveats to it, but you know, I, I, I hope that this helped and I wouldn't want to give you an answer because, you know, DVC is a very personal thing. Like everyone, everyone needs to approach it differently for what makes sense for them. And I just hope that, you know, you know, this gives you enough information to, think through it and, you know, be patient. Like you don't have to get it today kind of thing. Um, give yourself time to make sure that, you know, you find something that fits for you. That's, yeah, and, yeah. yeah that's, I, I totally agree, Trevor. And also just think of it this way too. So that might be your budget now, but like maybe a couple of years from now, you're ready to buy another contract and add on to that. Like there's, there's always yeah. those opportunity, right? Like we started with one contract and didn't add on again for six or seven years, you know? And then we decided, Oh, listen, our, what we want has changed. So we need more points. So, and, you know, and f- for us, it was, um, yeah, you know, we, we bought our first contract and then it was about a year and a half later, you know, we, 
we had that opportunity come up for the second contract, which was a resale contract. So, um, yeah, it's it, again, that's why I say, you know, it's not always about, you know, finding the perfect contract. Sometimes it's about finding one that makes sense and that, you know, the opportunity is there. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, that's the way I think of it is more is not as, you know, th- this is the contract I need. You know, it's not I need 100 points at Saratoga or whatever. It's, you know, maybe you start with a 75 and like Tom said, you know, you know, later on you go, hey, you know, we, you know, we can afford more points, you know, later on or or whatever. And then you expand it up to, you know, 150. And then suddenly that changes how you're you're traveling every other year. Yeah, so. I, I, I totally agree. And I and like I said, I just think the more points you have, the better, right? Like I wouldn't worry as much about like I might not be able to stay at this resort or that resort or this resort. Like it, you're gonna end up in a better place for yourself and being able to have longer, better vacations with more points rather than than having less points and and being at the resorts that you feel like you want to now, right? Like that's yeah. that's that's all I'm saying. I think more points, more better. That's it. That's in my mind. So <laughs> <laughs> more gooder, more gooder, more, more gooder. Yeah, <laughs> more points, more gooder. Okay, so thank you so much for for writing in, and I I appreciate you letting us do this question on the show. Um, we were uh, chatting via email, and I I thought this was uh, a good thing to bring up on the show, especially as a DVC question. So. We haven't yeah. talked about yeah, like, yeah, that, that kind that of question good. in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really right. like that. I think, I think that was a good one to explore. Okay. Yeah, let's, yeah. uh, let's shift gears again over to <laughs> some Disney. We're, we're doing a lot of gear shifting. I bought a new car last week. So, you know, oh, gear okay. Shifting is a thing. Gear yeah. shifting. All right. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All right. So, what a Mitsubishi. I like that. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Gear shifting (laughs) back to Hollywood studios. So we talked before about it, uh, you know, about a phantasmic coming back and -hmm. now we have a date uh, quicker than I thought we would actually. I thought they were going to drag this out for a few weeks. Um, I thought maybe early November they would announce, you know, it was going to be like mid November, but the date is November 3rd. Um, the, what we want to talk about here more though. And so one of the things they said so they've they've replaced uh the 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 Pocahontas section of the show and added in a whole new sequence. Um and so what the show director of this said, uh in this a quote, through the entire sequence we go on a journey with our hearers, we see them face with a decision and how hard it can be for them as and then they watch as they find that strength within themselves and push through in truly just spectacular ways. The new hero sequence will feature a high energy Aladdin chase with stunts never before seen on the fantastic stage. It sounds cool. A powerful mm-hmm. scene with Elsa set to the song, show yourself is, is sure to thaw the most chosen of hearts and story moments with Pocahontas, Moana and Mulan, uh, and Mulan. So listen, Pocahontas is not gone from this. They just updated that middle piece of the show. And, you know, listen, I think this is great. They're incorporating. She has characters. to share now. Yeah, she does. She has to share. <laughs> I'm already, I can already see in my head what they're going to do with show yourself though, because that whole sequence in the movie they're basically she's going to like an ice mountain thing. They're just going to do mm-hmm. projection effects right on the mountain there of the of that, you know, and make it look yeah. like the ice thing that she's running towards. Like, that's totally what's going to happen. I can just see it already. Um, but, you know, they also they also, you know, talked about. Uh, oh, yeah. Even beyond the new scene. This is a quote again. We've taken the time to upgrade the lasers, the lighting, the sound, all to bring the show back even more beautiful than it's ever been. Uh, and, you know, they I read also, too, they were saying that, you know, basically the technology of the show has not been updated 
basically since the show <laughs> premiered. It's it's been like the same thing. So like they really went in and now updated it with the latest and greatest with the projection mapping and you know new lasers and and you know I've thought for years I love Fantasmic right I, I it's one of my favorite nighttime shows if not my favorite. Um, I always felt like there was the middle part of the show where they were doing the projections on the water screen and it, that was a little bit slow. And, yeah. um, and also like, it, it was almost hard to see, like, you know, the projector was like almost not bright enough or the, the water screen wasn't good enough where you could, couldn't see as well as, as some of the other stuff that they do. They see, weren't right? high enough lumens on the projectors yeah. to really show what they were trying to show. <laughs> well, yeah. And, the, and it's gotten yeah. so much better, right? Like, so like they, I mean, if you watch harmonious, like the projections they do there are excellent. Right. And, and so many of the projections they do on water now are so good. And so for them to upgrade all that to, to the newest is, is great. And, uh, you know, I, I'm already imagining the high energy Aladdin chase scene, like, you know, the whole, you know, race through Agrabah kind of thing. I'm sure it's going to be something like that. And, um, you know, I think it's great to bring other characters into the fold because I, it was always very limited on the amount of characters during the show, right? It was Mickey mm-hmm. and then, you know, Pocahontas and, and the, the Pocahontas. I mean, like, even just having Pocahontas there, like, no offense to the Pocahontas, you know, fans, but, like, not the most popular Disney franchise, like, to have as having a giant chunk of that show, you know? <laughs> and and I'll, I'll be honest, that, that whole section in there, did it didn't feel like there was a lot going on. I agree. Yeah. Like it was, and not to say that there wasn't like it, you know, they, they did have some effects and stuff like that, but it, it, it almost felt like, like when I think back on it, you know, I, I always remember like what you're saying is, you know, you know, I love Fantasmic and it was like, you know, the beginning of Fantasmic was always, you know, very, um, you know, you kind of got hyped up and whatever, yeah, and then it felt like you were sitting through that middle part in Pocahontas, and you know, you know, it was almost like, um, you know, when you go to like, um, like a, a an elementary school variety show, or I don't know if you you probably haven't had to do this yet, but you, you you know where where you know like kids are putting on a play kind of thing, and you everyone's just kind of sitting there like waiting, I guess, sort yeah. of, you know, like humoring it, and. and yeah, it, it it felt very like, you know, you're kind of say they're humoring the section like, OK, like no nobody was ever like excited or hyped about it. But then after that section, when you get to, you know, with um, Maleficent and or yeah, and the queen and everything, then it was like the hype built back up and then following up to the end of the show. So, yeah, taking out that middle section is probably the best thing they could have done because <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, it felt like there was like a whole section of the show where you're just like sitting and you're not like, you're not like, woo, wow, or, you know, look at that. Or, you know, they did this. It was just kind of like, okay, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> That's totally, how I totally about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally, I like, I feel like it's funny because I saw a couple of people fretting about this on Facebook. Like, oh, like I, I, you know, I don't like that they change things. And it's like, I understand that some people want nothing to change ever. Right. But like. You got to change things sometimes. Like you can't keep the the same show forever and mm-hmm. and not do anything with it. I mean, you know, I, it's I I think this is going to be great. I'm excited to see it. I I'm not going to lie. I will probably watch what you know whatever I can on YouTube of the new show since it's going to be a while till I'm going to get to see it. I'm I'm really bummed that this is happening a full month after um after I after I went, but you know. It is what it is. I was trying to convince my sister <laughs> like, to go and she's like, what is this? And I'm like, you need to go to this, you know? <laughs> so anyway, wait, she, we'll, didn't, 
y- y- your sister doesn't know what Fantasmic is. My my sister is a very casual Disney Parks fan. Uh, we we have to. There was a time where we had to convince her <laughs> to even go, and now she's very into it. But she doesn't know like a lot of stuff, right? Right. And I'm pretty sure she's never done Fantasmic, right? So I I was like, listen, you're gonna be there when it's reopening. You need to go, right? And so and she's like, I'll, I don't know, maybe. And I was like, no, no you need to go. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I mean, I understand why you wouldn't necessarily, you know, get there, but uh, you know, it's. Yeah, it's you know I I do want to go. It's just yeah. it, we have to see how we're feeling at the time, right? And and you know you know I I know you you're saying you're you're bummed because you missed this by a month, yeah. but you know you you got to see the Moana bus. You know I you know we talked about this on Discord, right? Like you know, you know that's that's a fair trade off. Yeah, yeah, right? sure, yeah. Yeah. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you saw a new bus and I'm yeah, seeing totally, it. totally fair trade off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to ride on the Encanto bus and you get to go see yeah. Fantasmic the, the first week that it's back out again. Maybe. <sighs> so I'm so it's, it's still a maybe, but yeah. I, I mean, like, listen, the stadium is so big for that show. You could show up early and get good seats or you could show up late and also still get pretty good seats. Like, you know True. I mean? like yeah. now it might be a little rough, like the first day, like you're going to get a lot of pass holders coming in. Like, and I saw, I think that the pass holder uh, reservations were like out for that first week. Cause mm-hmm. people are coming, you know, for Hollywood studios specifically, cause people want to come and see the new show. I get it. Yeah. But man, I, I would definitely go. I'm 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 very jealous. I would love to go see this, but I'm, it's okay. I, I'm I'm really hoping so so the the thing that works in my favor is that it opens on the Thursday. Yeah. And then it runs that whole weekend and then I'll be in Hollywood Studios on the Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So Tuesday, you know, is kind of the middle of the week. So I'm hoping that, you know, there might be a chance that, you know, it's not like I said, as long as it's not just like crazy wall to wall people, that's my only thing is that yeah, no, I if, if there's too many people, I'm out. And no, and, I understand. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So I, I hope you get to go, but I'm just going to watch it on YouTube anyway. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, that's I fair. would love if Disney would do like one of their official live broadcasts, but you know, probably not going to happen. But probably uh, not right away. Actually, no. That would have been cool if they did the Disney parks yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, stream it live on Disney Plus. Who's not going to tune into that? I would. Right. Um, so Disney Flavor Lab previews table setting concepts for Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. This is the new Toy Story Land uh, barbecue restaurant that's supposedly opening this year, but it's the end of November, uh, October and uh, no announcement has been made of when it's going to open. And truthfully, when I was there, it looks like it was still very much under construction. Now, I don't know if the inside is ready to go and they're just finishing up the outside. I don't know. But... Essentially, this video is showing some concepts of what the table settings are going to look like. Mm-hmm. And so they they show uh, concept art and serveware, which is uh, basically that what they have on display. Um, a bucket of soldiers, uh, two different colors of the barrel o monkeys, uh, you know, uh, barrels. The, uh, yeah, the plastic barrel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Themed condiment dispenser wrappings to made look made to look like drawings on cardboard. There's also some sort of forky concept there. Um, you know, there's mason jars uh, and that kind of thing. And then uh, they also have like real plates that are designed to look like paper plates, 
which I actually love that as a detail. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's a barbecue place and you're supposed to be in Andy's backyard. So I feel like that's a great detail, but yeah, that's, that's exactly it is, you know, they they want that feeling of, you know, when you go to a barbecue, like how often, like, yeah, you, you, you know, you show up, you grab your paper plate, you get your barbecue food, right? So yeah, yeah, as usual, they're thinking about that. I'm still trying to figure out like, like the, I feel like the um, the green army men bucket would be like how they would serve chicken or something, or like they bring out like ribs or whatever in the bucket. We could do that. I, I'm I'm missing where the barrel of monkeys would play. Maybe instead of putting like place settings down on your table, they put all the all the silverware and stuff into the barrel of monkeys and put that on your table. And then uh, <laughs> and then you take them out yourself, you know, like kind of. I, feel I guess like as long as people know to look in the little barrel of monkeys. <laughs> well, I mean, they'll be stick. It'll all yeah. be sticking out, you know. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, what, I'm trying to think. Of rest- There's a couple restaurants that do this at Disney. Oh, Fifties does this actually because they make you set the table for yourself, right? So, like, they have a thing in the middle of all the silverware. Right. Like, so yeah. I mean, like, you know. And by the way, these are just concepts, right? So we don't know what it's actually going to look like, but I just. I love that they look at these details and, you know, I also would, a Mason jar to drink out of makes sense to me. I mean, that that's makes oh, sense. Totally. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I'm, that's I'm, very I'm in on that. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I love, like you said, I love, I love when they take the time to make, you know, you know, the food, the experience, the, the aesthetics of, you know, dining that it all yeah. fits together. Like I, it, it's funny because, you know, if, you know, people talk about, well, you know, it's, it's Disney, like, you know, it's, um, they, they expect a higher level, but you don't realize what all goes into that. And you don't realize how jarring it would be if, you know, they're like, oh, you know, you're going to Woody's roundup and you go into, you know, the space and they've just got like, like, like if, if the, if it was the same dining set that you would find at just like any restaurant, like a Cracker Barrel or something like that, like that would be very off-putting. To me, well, this is like this it, is why people were stealing sporks from Galaxy's Edge for a long time, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully they're not stealing army men buckets. I mean, you you can go buy the buckets of army men stuff, or the, <laughs> yeah, the actual buy. buckets with the toys in them. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it behind. But you know, like I wouldn't. Yeah, so, uh, like, someone will will try and walk out with one. <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm, I'm expecting some of those plates that look like uh you know paper plates to show up on eBay like a week after opening, right. <laughs> like someone's gonna steal a plate. You know that's gonna happen, um because people are the worst. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> more dining stuff really quickly because we do want to wrap yes. up here soon. So um this is just I'll do rapid fire on this because I don't think we need to talk about it in details, but uh some restaurant reopenings and changes happening. So November first, Tusker House would at Animal Kingdom, which is already open is going from uh, family style back to a buffet, which is great. I, I will have to say I prefer buffet to the family style. I prefer going up and getting what I want uh, instead of getting the family style stuff at the table. I, I don't know if you have a preference, but I, I just like going up on, uh, to a buffet. That's I, I, I can do both. I, it, I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 I can go either way on it. <laughs> now, this one is is an important one for you, is that and that's uh, Kona is. Cafe is uh, reopening November first, just in time for your trip. I can get my Tonga toast. Yes, you can. You get your Tonga toast. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. So you can get that's your Tonga toast. Yeah. That's all you care about. Um, and then um, you know they also did, wait. Was there a new dish? Uh, no, maybe the, not. The okay. pineapple macadamia nut pancakes. Oh yeah, back. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Those are back. And of course, Tonga Toast are back. But I thought there was a new dish, but I guess I'm wrong about that. And I'm, then I'm looking it's yeah. Yeah, all, all the usual stuff that they're okay. they've had. Yeah. All right. And and lastly, go ahead, do it, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting if you were gonna try. Yeah, so now you're gonna do so, it. Uh Akashu's Royal Banquet Hall Thank is you. opening. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> You're welcome. Again, another thing that's opening that is really making me mad that it's not open when I was there because my daughter would have loved this. So this is the dining experience in Norway where they have all the princesses come around to your table. My daughter would have lost her mind at this, and I'm really mm-hmm. bummed that it was not available while she was there. But this is coming back for, uh, you know, if you're looking for your Disney princess fix or your Norwegian food fix. Um, but so reservations are open. Those, for two, all- those yeah. two things are totally like totally different in, but, the, you in know. the same Venn diagram. <laughs> I do find it really odd that they have the princesses there, but they don't have Anna and Elsa and they're in Norway. Now, I understand that there's the Anna and Elsa meet and greet that's essentially yeah. right adjacent to it. But, you know, it also feels like Anna and Elsa should be wandering around Norway, but that's neither here nor there. But the, the, this predates Anna and Elsa, though, is the yeah. only thing. So, yeah. But if you're listening to this when we release this episode, go and get your reservations. They'll probably be gone because starting they start on October 24th. This episode comes out on October 24th. So, you know. Try your best to get them if you are looking for. I mean, the 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 most difficult one is the is the uh, is the one in Norway, right? So like the other, the other yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom is it afraid scares to me. Say it it yeah. scares me. I don't like it. Akershus, 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 Akershus. Okay, yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, one more, one or two more things here. So Amazon has uh, put out some more details about uh, the Hey Disney thing that is still coming. The uh, voice assistant that's coming to Echo devices outside of Disney and the devices that are going to be coming to Disney rooms sometime soon here. Um, But the interesting thing here is that Magic Band Plus is going to be compatible with this system. And it says that guests at home or in Disney resorts will be able to play games with their Echo and Magic Band Plus and the Magic Man Plus will serve as a game show style buzzer, reacting with lights and, and haptic feedback. Hmm. Kind of cool. I I, I would have not thought yeah. to do that, but I think it's kind of awesome. Yeah, I yeah. The, I, so I was thinking, I was like, do they have a mic built into this thing? But I realized it's the other way that you you use yeah. the the echo. But then you know, if if you're playing a game, it lets you know like if you buzzed in or if you got it right or whatever through your yeah. Magic Band. Yeah. That's you know, Trevor. It's funny when I first read this, I read it as that you were gonna like that you were gonna have to push on your like I'm thinking like Jeopardy style, like oh, you're like, gonna have like, to push like to bring in, yeah. yeah, by pushing. <laughs> but I'm like, wait, there's no button on those things, so how's it gonna work? But it's the other way around, like you said. It's the the echo is gonna say, you know, gonna alert you if it's your turn or something like that, right? So, but it's it's still a cool idea, and I I think it's an interesting way for them to even do more things with Magic Band Plus. So, yeah. yeah I, I, I like it. I, I'm I'm excited for these to come to the room. I've talked about this before. I don't really love calling down to uh, to housekeeping and ordering more towels. So it'll be nice <laughs> if I can just say, "Hey Disney," and it will uh, I, order me more towels, and then more towels will arrive at my room. I, I I love this idea. I will use a voice assistant for anything and everything. So um, yeah, bring <laughs> it on. I'm 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 waiting. <laughs> anything to avoid talking to a real person. <laughs> thousand percent trevor i said this in the discord i can't remember the last time i went to a fast food restaurant and actually physically ordered with a human being 
I almost always use apps and that way I have to interact with as few people as possible. That is, that is my dream. I, <laughs> I, I will admit I do. I do that too, because it's very much like mobile ordering yes. in Disney, which I mean, it, it's still, I, I feel like I shouldn't say these things out loud because it almost feels like you're cheating because it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it bewilders me how many like, people will go somewhere and stand in line and like, there'll be like a line out the door at a restaurant. This happens to me all the time, like um, here in, in Calgary where I live, where I will, pre- I'll, you know, I'll mobile order and someone or, or you know, I'll, I'll mobile order and I'll get there. And, you know, the people that are standing in line will kind of glare at me as I'm walking by because like oh, yeah. I'll walk right into the restaurant and, and they kind of look like, you know, how dare you? Like, you know, you know, we're, we're in line here first and I walk up and I grab my food off the counter and walk out. And, and, and it's like, the, it's like they're kind of clicking in their head. Like, how did he do that? <laughs> well, so. this, this happened to me at ABC commissary. I think I told this on the show. Like there was a guy standing at the door at ABC commissary at Hollywood studios. And his, he basically was like, he wasn't letting anybody in uh, if they had a mobile order, unless their order was ready. But he was saying to everybody that walked, he goes, if you have a mobile order, wait till it's ready and then I'll let you in. If not, you can go inside. He goes, the wait inside is going to be anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes to get your food from the time you go in. He goes, if you do it on your on your phone and you do mobile order, the wait's going to be about five to six minutes. And it's just there were still people walking in. And people, yeah. <laughs> still like, people I, walking in. Like, yeah. it's crazy to me. But I, yeah, they were that, even trying. Me, yeah. yeah, they were trying to actively push people to it. And there were still people that didn't want to do it. So... I mean, I get, listen, I understand, but like now even, you know, I was doing, and I don't even think I talked about this. I started, there were some long lines at uh, some of the merchandise stores for like the register. And now mm-hmm. they have the mobile checkout on, on a lot of stuff where you can scan your items on your phone and pay through your phone and you get your discounts automatically applied right. as well. So I would just, I, you know, there was a long line one time and I was just like, all right, let me p- pull up my phone, scan my three items. I get my discount automatically applied. I pay right there. And then I just, you walk up, there's a place on the way out. They check it and you're, you're done. And like, I just, it was great. And I, I want to use that kind of stuff more. <laughs> like, uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest here. Um, and, and I'm sure my wife's going to yell at me when she hears this, but I've got time. Like, so, so she's really far behind on listening to episodes. I think I said oh, before, you, you know, she's catching up on it. Um, I'm glad she's so far behind because she's not going to hear this. And she, I, I'm and she's going to listen gonna... to this on the plane ride and then just start hitting you or something for whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well, or she's going to be like, what do you mean we can mobile check out? And, and yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm kind of glad that she doesn't know this because um, that that's a very dangerous prospect for. Um, yeah. Like, like, you know, I like my Disney merchandise. My wife likes it even more than I do. So okay. that's, yeah, it, it's good, but it's bad. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. all right. So there's that. Okay. Uh, anyway. All right. Uh, um, we got a rumor here, which um, this is interesting. Oh, we're going to end uh, by the way. This last one. Yeah. Okay. So this rumor is, uh, so th- this came from WDWNT, which, you know, as we Great all know, they're, they can... They can be very hit and miss. Um, Disney executives, uh, I love the the quotes, officially cancel Epcot's Play Pavilion, will abandon Project Unfinished. 
Um, so, so what the rumor is, is that they're going to announce at some point here that the play pavilion that we've been, you know, we've talked about this in the past at Epcot. It's, it was supposed to be, um, it was supposed to be something that kind of, you know, you know, mixed Pixar and a bunch of different things together and was, you know, a big, um, space. I want to say kind of like how interventions used to be like you know, do, a big yeah. interactive space, um, supposedly they're canceling this because the, um, um, or, you know, they're canceling the project and I'm guessing, or I'm trying to find what the reasoning is here. There's, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> there's well, a lot says, of just, it's unknown exactly here. why the yeah. pavilion is being canned. Yeah. So I, I think honestly, I, what's interesting, first of all, is that this, this project still shows up on the newly issued, epcot 40th anniversary maps right so like yeah. they re- recently did this right now if they just canceled it last week then fine i guess that's why it's still on there right they just did it last week but if you watch okay I, and i quote this all the time right if you watch imagineering story right they the, the imagineers talk about the fact that whenever they design an attraction they're designing it years before it comes to fruition right so let's think about this. This got unveil- unveiled in 2019, right? Which means they mm-hmm. probably started designing it and ordering all the stuff they needed to order for it. 2017, 2018. Now it's 2022. Let's say this isn't going to open until 2023. All of that technology that would be in there is already five years old, right? Yeah. And when you're talking about something that's all about like video games and like, you know, that kind of stuff, that's ages behind, Right. So I almost feel like they were looking at this like, look, we got delayed by COVID. Like this would have been fine if it would have opened in 2020. Like, you know, like they thought that it might. But now that it's 2022 and we're not going to, you know, we if we were going to get this done next year, it's just too out of date at this point. Like, why do we why are we going to continue to spend money on it now? I think eventually they will do something with that pavilion. Right. And I'm also not 100 percent buying that this is totally canceled. We haven't heard anything about it in a while. And I don't think they'll come out and say this is canceled, right? They'll just pretend like it never existed, right? <laughs> like it'll just yeah. be, they just they, they do that all the time, just like eh, it never happened. Well, you you, you imagine that. So, <laughs> um, what were you yeah. going to say, Trevor? Sorry, I I feel that um, you know saying it's canceled is you know you know that makes it sound like you know that this space is now just going to you know disappear into the void, like we're never going to use it, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think you're right that you know. Probably due, you know, due to COVID, due to the delays the last couple of years, they probably are looking at it and they're probably revisiting what it is. Yeah, and it may right. not. It, it may be that it's not necessarily the play pavilion anymore. I, I, I'm getting the feeling that you know Disney may be going back and having another look and going, okay, you know, we had this idea, you know, like you said, yeah, you know, the technology is not really there. Maybe they need to do some refreshes of things. And but because of all that, it, it kind of changes the scope of the project, and so they can no longer say that the project is the play pavilion. It may be, you know, it may have another name, and you know, you know, the the it, it's it's not always that like they completely scrap everything and dump it and then start something new, but it may be that they take pieces of it and they re-engineer it into something new, which does change it into a new project. And you know, from the point of view of this rumor. That you know they they want to swing to the extreme, which is oh it's canceled or you know it's yeah. it's officially gone, right? And it's like, yeah, you know you know what what the initial vision was is probably not there anymore. But um, you know Disney's not one to waste things either. 
Like they, they won't, they won't, you know, take years worth of work and completely scrap it. They'll figure out how to, to, you know, salvage and reuse parts of it. Like they, they do it all the time. You see them do it in animation. You see them do it in, in, you know, shows, all, all that kind of stuff that, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say that this is dead, but you know, it makes sense that it's, you know, it's going to be delayed a little bit longer because it probably fell way further down the priority list be- again, because of just how everything shifted with COVID that, you know, they, they know that that pavilion can sit closed for another year or two and it's not really going to hurt anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah. It's, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It may, maybe, uh, maybe a future wait list. If they do, you know, cancel this as, as the, they want to say here in this, this rumor, uh, maybe we can do a, a wait list about what would a new pavilion be called at some point like well you know we we can do our own imagineering on yeah, on yeah. how we would save something like that <laughs> bring back wonders of life bring back wonders right. of life yeah <laughs> bring yeah, back exactly. body wars <laughs> yeah, yeah i was going to say yeah yeah body wars sounds good i just think it's um, funny that they have the the logo for the pavilion in the the merchandise they're selling right now even though it might or might not open anytime soon so well i mean back. that's no different than uh the beastly kingdom stuff still being all over animal kingdom that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean there's right. there's still a dragon at the uh the gates to There is, yeah. Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Even though there's no dragons anywhere. I mean Exactly. The banshees are dragonish. They're not dragons. But not really. those, but they're not. those aren't dragons. They don't I know, but I'm saying they're dragon esque. They're, they're dragon adjacent. <laughs> Closer to wyverns than dragons. So right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get nerdy technical on you for right. that one. <laughs> I, on that note, time to wrap yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. If you guys want to uh reach out to us, you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, we love hearing your questions, you, you know, as, as you heard earlier in the episode, you know, we, we got a great listener question come to us via email all the way from Sweden. Again, thank you so much for that. Um, super cool. And, uh, you know, you know, yeah, keep that kind of stuff coming. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Facebook as welcome home podcast, and you can check out the Facebook group, welcome home Disney waitlist to chat with us and with uh, other listeners from the show. Um, you know, it's a great community there. I, I highly recommend checking it out. If you're, you're interested in, you know, having some good positive Disney conversation. And uh, you can also check out our YouTube and Instagram. Uh, YouTube is welcome home podcast. Instagram is welcome home picks. Uh, again, good places to follow for any time we do live shows or when we're posting from, the parks and stuff like that. You can, you can get updates on those platforms if you use them. Uh, you can also go over to, to um, store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out, uh, we did actually didn't talk about it on this episode, but we do have the, um, the haunted universe of energy shirts, um, which uh, apparel. Will, yeah, <laughs> apparel. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hoodies and, and, and stuff like that. There will be a limited amount of them. So if you want to pick one up, um, uh, you know, we will, uh, we'll only be manufacturing up to 350 items, or we will stop after December 15th, whichever comes first, because, um, yeah, we, you know, we can't keep that stuff up there forever. And, you know, th- this, uh, anything that, that, um, we sell from this actually goes into us making our next shirt. So, you know, we're, you know, the money that, that we get from it just goes back into us 
producing more stuff for you guys to, and, you know, you know, um, uh, stuff for the show. Um, also, you know, if you want to help support the show as well, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out the Patreon exclusive merchandise we have. And, uh, it'll also give you access to the discord server, which is, uh, another place that, uh, we, we have more intimate conversations with, uh, our listeners. So, um, you know, if, if you're interested in supporting the show, check out those two things. Last but not well, least, lately it's if, been just me arguing with people and <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, it's yeah. The, the, having friendly conversations. I'm not like being it, mad about it. Would, <laughs> I wouldn't say the, I, I never saw anything that was an argument in discord. Agree, yeah. there, there's a lot of good discussion, sure, yeah. um, which, you know, discussion has two points of views and, and, you know, I think everyone, everyone has their own points of view on stuff, but I've not seen anyone get disrespectful on the discord server. So well, um, let me state right here that everyone does have two. Po- there's two points of view, but mine is the only correct one. Of course. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll put that at the very top of the Discord server. Yeah, please, Tom's yeah, please server do that. See please that. do that. Yeah. yeah, do that. Yeah, that's okay. Tom's opinion. Only correct one. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, you know, if, if you guys uh, like the show and you happen to be listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, Please consider leaving leaving us a five star review. Those uh, those do help more people find the podcast. And um, yeah, you know, if if you do leave us a review, we, you know, you, we may read it on the show. We do like uh, we do like seeing your guys' reviews. Some of them are funny. Some of them, you know, are uh, you know you know very very nice. So and actually, I guess Tom, is there any this week that uh, that are interesting? You know, I, I, I don't have any new ones uh, this week. I, I could just read Omar's again since it was so nice. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't have any right now. But uh, please leave us some so I can read some more on the show. We would we would love that. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of course, don't forget to subscribe to uh, Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find us. Just search for you know Welcome Home and you know the one that's Disney and all that, all that jazz. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners: Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as, as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a Disney cast member, DVC cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our uh, to the sponsor of this episode, DVC Resale Market, and of course, World of DVC for continuing to sponsor our show and support our show. So please support the people that support us. And in this case, that is World of DVC. So please check them out. Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Mm-hmm.